me tell you about Anchor by Spotify, which is the easiest way to make a podcast and the app that I use to make this podcast, Five Blue Firefighter. It's everything you need all in one place. First, Anchor has all the tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. If you host off Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and many others. Everything you need all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Welcome back to the Five Tool Firefighter. Today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of reading smoke and why reading smoke is so important. Not going to get so much into the nitty gritty of what read, of how to read smoke, but more of why reading smoke is very important for all firefighters on any level on the fire ground and its importance to the success and failures of the of the mission on the fire ground. So the thing we have to understand as firefighters is reading smoke is an art. As Dave Dotson said, Bill Jose, they talk about these things. And it's an art form. And it's it's something that is very crucial to the success and failures on the fire ground. Just like being able to read a building, being able to understand fire behavior, reading smoke goes just in that same realm. It goes in that same lines because of how important and many clues that it gives for firefighters on the fire ground, on the exterior and the interior of what's really going on and what could potentially happen. So that's why we need to read smoke because it helps you discover specific locations of the fire, the status. You could have an idea of maybe forecasting where that fire may go based on how the smoke's moving and the location of it. Also based on type of structure it is. But that is one area, the thing you wanna understand is the specific location, the intensity and the status of reading that smoke, where it's telling you where the status of the fire is based on the intensity and and the location of it. What's also gonna start telling you why reading smoke is so important is potentials for building collapse. You're gonna look at the fire, you're gonna see really heavy smoke. It could potentially say black, thick, turbulent smoke could potentially say, could this building potentially fall? Could a portion of this building potentially fall? There's a parapet that's being impinged by heavy fire due to that heavy smoke that we're seeing around that second floor. If it's a two story building with a parapet, I'm just using it for an example. But seeing that, is it getting into that common cockloft area? Is it impinging on the I-beam going across? And are we going to have potential collapse of maybe a parapet or part of the structure or all of it? You just don't know. So you want to be able to read the smoke to understand that. And it can also tell you other things as well because it, again, ties into fire behavior. If you can read smoke, you have the potential now to understand if a flashover is imminent or even if you're going to walk into a situation where it could be a potential backdraft. So you want to be able to have that mindset going into every fire that I'm not here. I'm here. I might be here to put the fire out. I might be here to do search and rest. I might be here to do ventilation. But if you can read the smoke at the same time, 
your decision making on that and how you react in the fire, how you behave during the incident heightens. It strengthens, actually. So that's something we want to keep in mind on why reading smoke is so very, very important. Because the first thing we have to understand is smoke is fuel. Regardless of everything else, smoke is fuel. Because of certain things. When we talk about smoke as firefighters, we're talking about the solids, the aerosols, and the gases that are being produced by incomplete combustion and a fire. You got smoke solids. The first one is that. That's your carbon. That's your black soot. 70% of smoke is particulate. And like I said, it's carbon, mostly it's carbon. The second is your aerosols water, hydrocarbons, the black droplets, the mist that you're going to, that we're finding, oils and tars from self ignition temperatures. And it could be as low as 460 degrees where oil and tar droplets are going to start self-igniting. And then you also have what you have are smoke gases. And there's hundreds of thousands of gases in a in smoke. Every fire might be different with the levels of those gases due to what's burning and where it's burning as well. Because you want to think about this. No two fires, like we say, are the same. But... What's burning in each building is also not the same. You know, we have today's modern society, today's evolving society, and today's modern fire service. We've talked about that and how it has impacted the fire service, how it's impacted fire behavior with today's modern fire service and in, with the modern changes in society. And we, if you listen to the other episode, I talked on fire behavior. I mentioned something about a mattress. 15 gallons of gas, a chair, five gallons of gas. And we start adding those numbers up, how many gallons of gas you have in the room based on how many chairs, but then if you have a table, it's even more. So you start thinking about all these different things that all these synthetics, these hydrocarbons, petrocarbons, or plastics, using the same term in different ways, but in the building or in one room and the type of gases it's going to give off and it and how much that's going to impact the energy it's going to give off, the heat it's going to give off. How's it going to impact? Because that's going to also impact how much, what, what's type, what's going to be in that smoke. Those incomplete combustions are going to start giving off. Those self those off gases are going to start happening with everything going on in today's fire service and in today's world. I keep saying fire service, but it's really today's world. But the one thing we have to remain a constant is carbon monoxide is still the highest. Carbon dioxide is still the highest, most prevalent type of gas you're going to find in smoke. And that's right above hydrogen, cyanide, benzene, everything else. Carbon monoxide. So we need to understand that. Carbon monoxide is the killer in many ways. It's in reading smoke. We talked about fuels. They've changed. What's going on with that? So... That is why it's so important to understand why reading smoke is important. And going back to the carbon monoxide, like I said, carbon monoxide is the highest you're going to find. And because carbon monoxide, high levels of carbon monoxide and other smoke products result in an unventilated fire, right? Because you have these high levels of it, these are off-gassing. What it's doing is because of that, these fires do not allow for open flaming to take place because of the high levels of gases. 
However, however, with the right temperature and right mixture, smoke could ignite. Smoke could ignite with the right temperature. It's all these different gases that we're talking about. Carbon monoxide, hydrogen cyanide, benzene. They all have a flammable range. They all have some type of range that is going to get them to ignite. And we've seen that. And if you ever looked up on what happens in a backdraft, that is one instance where there's incomplete combustion. And all it needs is that right mix of one thing, which is our favorite, is oxygen. And boom. Now we have a hostile fire event going on. We have a catastrophe that just took place. A smoke explosion that could happen. A flashover could happen. And these are things, by reading smoke, we could determine what that is. And if it's going to happen. A flashover. Well, we're looking for the warning signs. And we can talk about that all day. We talk about different types of how it's happening now in today's fire service as opposed to what's happening 20, 30 years ago. We still have to know the warning signs, which is turbulent smoke rolling over above us. And auto ignition outside. Smoke could Smoke cloud is likely after a flashover. So when you look at the warning signs of flashover, turbine smoke, you're starting to see that rollover pattern and an auto ignition. And a backdraft. The other reason is a backdraft is happening because it's being triggered by oxygen being introduced to a pressurized box. Yellowish gray smoke. You hear starting whistle sound, bowing windows, and the sealed containers. You introduce it, you're going to have a high levels of carbon monoxide in there, high levels of all these different gases, introducing smoke, introducing oxygen into a, a room full of all this smoke is going to eventually pop. And that's what we call a backdraft. These are things we have to understand as firefighters. Because if we don't understand what a backdraft is, when it can happen, when a flashover, what it is, when it can happen, it puts everyone in danger on the fire ground. Puts everybody in danger. And it doesn't mean when the fire's out that everything's okay. There's a reason we wear SCBAs when we go in. There's a reason we do an overhaul. And there's reasons we have gas meters and ticks going in to overhaul situations because of situations still having to read the smoke, still having to monitor the gas levels, the oxygen levels in there and everything else because of situations of pressurized boxes, which can cause a backdraft, which usually happen at the decay stage. Flashovers which happen at the fully involved, begin the fully involved stage. But it's, it's very important that we never let our guard down at any point on the fire ground. Because if you're reading smoke, like I said before, reading smoke can lead to a clue in a building collapse. If you let your guard down during an overhaul or let your guard down as things are winding down, and you're not still analyzing that building and reading the smoke and seeing what the smoke's doing, you're still at potential for danger. And you're putting for risk for something to happen and monitor the building at all times at all times because of the potential for things to happen 
at any given time on the firing round, and reading smoke can definitely dictate that throughout, from the beginning all the way to when you're packing up and going back to the station. When you read it, these observations, you're noticing these things on the outside. So we're going to talk about the reading smoke part at this point. Talk about why it's so important, but now we're talking about reading it. And these observations, when you're understanding this, is all coming from the outside. The real picture you're not going to get from the inside of the structure. You're seeing a very closed, narrow-minded piece because you're only seeing a portion of that incident. From wherever you are in that structure, you're in a, in a room, you're in a hallway, wherever, you're only seeing a portion. But those eyes and ears outside are seeing a bigger picture. But being in tandem and being in sync and reporting your findings from the inside, teams and the commander outside, or the operations outside, whoever it is outside that you're reporting to, is definitely helping them understand what's going on a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's one thing you really want to be able to do is the communication is key. But you also don't want to get stuck at something when you're looking at it from the outside. What you don't want to get stuck at is there's no absolute in the fire service. There's no this is the only thing that can happen in this situation. Because if you're looking dead at the fire, if you could see the fire from the outside of the structure, you have to start thinking about what else is going on inside that structure. If you could see that fire vented out from the roof, vented through a window. If you could see that from the outside of the structure, you should be thinking at the same time, what's going on inside that structure? Where is that smoke traveling? So I have heavy fire here. There's a lot of smoke throughout, potentially throughout that structure. And look at where the vent holes are. If it's self-venting, look at those. Look at if it's a window, if it's a ceiling, if it's a, if it's a roof. Look at those vent holes and take a look to see what's going on. What's coming out of those holes? Major key in why it's important to read smoke. And then you want to look at the four key factors, which is the volume, the velocity, the density, and the color. VVDC. Know what these are. These are these are the most important thing. The volume of it is going to start it off. You're going to first start off looking at the volume, and that's going to set the stage for everything else. I mean, volume doesn't say much about the smoke or the fire, but it's telling us what is the amount of fuel that is burning. If you can identify the volume, it'll help you provide a perspective of the size and intensity of the incident that you are currently operating at. And then you want to also take a look. You've got the volume. Take a look at what's going on. You want to look at the velocity, the speed, the pressure, one of the three, whatever you want to call it. The smoke moves either fast or slow. Very, very key to understanding why that is important and what that means because the speed is going to tell you two things two very key very key pieces of information for all fires on the fire ground it's going to tell you the location and its current flow path if you can know of the fire's current flow path by looking at the speed of the smoke the velocity of the smoke what you are going to be able to do is you can adjust your tactics if needed to cut it off and limit the spread to any exposure either interior or exterior because as smoke is seen closer to the fire source, it is generally moving faster, rapidly expanding and flowing upward towards the ceiling, moving away from the fire. 
What it also means is fast moving smoke could also mean smoke cannot absorb any more heat within that compartment. It's already absorbed everything it's gotten. So what does that tell you? That tells you something as well. But as it's starting to travel, now we're getting to this other speed, the slow speed. As it travels across the ceiling, across the walls, through the doorways, it's absorbing all, everything around it. It's going to start slowing down. God, it's absorbing so much, it has to slow down. You know, as you're adding weight, you get slower and you get slower. You know, you're nice and light in the beginning, you're flying. But as you start going and going, you start to pick up more, start to slow down. And this is a sign that that fire is distant. Or the compartment is that is burning has no more room to absorb any more, any more heat. It's completely now in, engulfed. And that is something you really need to understand based on reading that smoke. Fast smoke, what's it telling you is one thing. And, and slow smoke, it's telling you something else. And you have to be able to, all firefighters should be understanding that. That's going to tell you what you're going to be doing. Maybe a sense of urgency. Do you more sense of urgency if you're not picking it up? A great indicator of moving smoke, though, is that air is available and helping the fire to grow. So if it's moving, it's helping the fire to grow. Not moving smoke or static smoke, as you want to call it, is a sign that air is limited and a fire is dormant. That's another key. If it's dormant, it's in need of additional oxygen. Or reached burnout. Again, perceived caution. Handle that the same way you would handle any other type of fire because you just don't know if it's a compartmentalized box and that box is absorbed with enough smoke, a lot of gases, highly toxic, highly flammable gases. You want to make sure you attack that the right way as well. And the other thing you want to look out for when you're talking about when you go into your smoke is the density in the color. Color is going to tell you two things again. Everything's with two. It's always, it always seems to be two things all the time. But the first thing the color is going to tell you what is burning. And the second thing that's going to tell you is how flammable that smoke is. But what's more important, the latter, the flammability. Now, we're going to talk ventilation for a second. Your ventilation, your, when you're evaluating your ventilation and reading the smoke, you're looking out, you're looking for flashover potential. And you must understand, as firefighters, you must understand when smoke is either too lean, too rich to burn. So which, that's the next point. The color will now play a role in this, as color will give clues to stage of fire and the smoke's flammability profile. Flammability is highly, highly important to understand by looking at the color of the smoke. When you wanna talk density, you're talking how thick the smoke is. Like we said, smoke is fuel. By identifying thickness, it'll explain how much fuel is in the smoke by how thick it is. Thicker the smoke, the more fuel, the more energy, and the greater potential 
or a flashover and fire spread. Those are things you want to keep in mind when you're looking at the density and the color. Very dark, dark, thick, turbulent smoke is going to tell you something is burning, highly flammable, potential for fire spread, potential again for a flashover. We've covered flashovers, we covered backdrafts. And that is highly important to understand is when fire spread. But the really the last piece of information is understanding smoke. Before we wrap this up, this is the last thing I want to say on this. Is understanding smoke provides the fundamentals for reading and identifying changes in fire and smoke conditions in the, in the interior and exterior of a structure. Along with identifying the possibility for preventing flashover and fire spread. And that's what it's about. Reading smoke is to help pre prevent flashovers, cut off fire spread, and be as successful as you possibly can be because building construction, size up, building construction, fire behavior, reading smoke all go in the same box. It all goes together. It all goes as, as the fine art of becoming a well-rounded firefighter in identifying your strategies and tactics on the fire ground, helping you make great sound strategic and tactical decision making. They all play a part into it and it all goes into the success or failures of that mission. If you want to read more about it, you can check it out. That's all I have to say. So if you want to read more about it, you can pick up the five tool firefighter book. It's on the website, the firehousetribune.com slash shop. A couple paperbacks left. Go to Amazon, go to Barnes and Noble as well. What? You can come right to the source. You get it the same, same time, two day shipping, free shipping, everything else. So it's, um, it's all the same, but they're coming right from the source, me, if you get it from the website. Um, also, you can check out the firehousetribune.com. A lot of information on there. There is stuff on there about backdrafts, back flashovers, fire behavior, ventilation. Everything else is, is on there. We write a bunch of articles. You can check it out. Check out Station Talk. It's on YouTube. It's on Anchor. It is on Spotify. It is the once a month Firehouse Tribune podcast, video cast, where we just kind of talk about different topics of today's, today's world, today's fire service, um, and just have a good time talking about them. If you want to help out yourself even more, you can go to Origin USA, 10% off using the code FH Tribune at checkout, vitamins, Jocko brand fuel, apparel, lifestyle apparel, workout equipment, pile boxes, kettlebells, Indian clubs. And if you like coffee, you like first responders, you like helping them out, we are partners with Firehouse Coffee. Go on our website, click the link. You can get all the coffee you want on there. We are partners with them. So it helps us out, helps them out. As long as we know we are helping them, they are helping us and get the name out of Fire Department Coffee. And help Mike Ettenberg, Frontline Optics, 15% off if you use promo code FH Tribune for all sunglasses on his website. It's frontline-optics.com, 15% off. It's in the show notes. And of course, I'd be remiss without talking about Steve Green, my brother. President, founder, Five Alarm Task Force Corp, 503 the organization, helps first responders by doing webinars, has the podcast, Five Alarm Task Force, and the money donated goes to first responders in their time of need. We help everyone. We help our communities. We can also help our fire service, our first responder community. Donate whatever you can. $5, $10, does not matter, to help first responders in their time of need. No money goes to any of any of us on, on the board, whoever's on the board. It goes directly to building 
the funds to help firefighters, help first responders of all kinds. So check it out. Don't forget, pick up the book, The Five-Tool Firefighter, and stay tuned for some news we got on The Five-Tool Firefighter. I'll be releasing that coming up very soon um, as well. So stay tuned. There'll be more additions to The Five-Tool Firefighter if you like it. Um, so if you want, reach out, DM, FH Tribune on Instagram. That's where I'm mostly at. Or you can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, like I said, YouTube, and Instagram. Uh, but subscribe to this if you like it. We'll always have more. Subscribe, share it, like it, whatever you want to do with it, it's yours. Hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, live inspired. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please leave us a rating. And don't forget to pick up the book, The Five-Tool Firefighter, available on Amazon at thefirehousetribune.com. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired.